Welcome, welcome. God bless and welcome to the Savior Podcast. It's all about Jesus. Another episode, y'all, because he's coming and we occupy. All we're going to do is until Jesus comes is occupy. And what's that mean? We're going to talk about his word and we're going to talk about what he's done. I'm going to talk about what he's done for me in my life rescued me from a life of addiction and after spending 18 19 years in prison he delivered me from that too because that can be addiction too i think i wasn't scared of going in and out of that place I, well there toward the end a little i was hey that's another thing you'll notice i'm gonna keep it real i'm gonna be honest and tell you the truth i'll just i'll keep it clean of course but you know, I've been through a lot, and the Lord's delivered me through a lot. That's why I do what I do. Let's pray. Oh, Father, we thank you, Lord. I just thank you for another day, and we're one day closer to being with you, Father. You know all our concerns and our worries and and our joys, the things we're just so grateful to you for. Oh, Father, keep us. Just hold us, Lord, and take care of us. And, Speak to us in the ways you do, Father, just to let us know you're still holding on. You're holding on to us regardless of how many times we fall. Oh, Father, you're so good. Give us strength in areas we need it and mercy and grace everywhere else. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Well, I hope everybody's doing all right. I'm all right. I'm better. Uh, it's just going through my little times. You know, we all have our different struggles. You know, I just thank God that my struggles are nothing like they used to be. Now it's just in my mind, you know. You know, I struggle with PTSD, and it's real, people. You hear me? And uh, I just become a recluse for a week or so, or how long, ever long it takes. I just work and come home, you know, I'm, it's just, I don't know, but God is faithful, and I, he always sees me through it, always, you know, it plays itself out, I go, whatever, whatever, you know, I've learned to accept this is part of me, you know, it's nothing wrong, you know, it's okay, I don't take meds or nothing like that, I don't want to. I just work through it, just me and the Lord and the Word, you know. But that's the reason it's been about a week since I posted. So I want to just touch on something for a second about this, uh, you know, my PTSD. Because I, I used to think that only people that got back from the military had that kind of stuff, you know. It wasn't until I went to therapy for, you know, when my son passed. And and after, I don't know, a few months, the psychiatrist told me, he goes, you, you have PTSD. And I'm like, I've never been in the military. Well, I have, but not not like that. And uh, and she goes, oh, that, that doesn't matter. It's trauma. See, I didn't know anything about that. Well, I've been to plenty of trauma. You know, 18, 19 years in prison. You know, you're going to suffer some trouble, all right? But 
so that's you know something I had to deal with and educate myself on and everything. And hey, y'all, I'm telling you, it's it's if I didn't have the Lord in my life and things started going on like they have this past month, I don't know what I'd do. I know this. I understand why people take their lives. I understand now. You know, I understand. But I met somebody, uh, a mutual friend, said, hey, man, there's this guy I want you to talk to because I confided in him about something, you know. And uh, it's, it's, so this guy gave me a call, and he has a, a ministry. It's called No Shame Ministry. You know, like no shame. There's no shame in having mental illness, you know. If there's a stigma and a stereotype, but there should be no shame. And we talked for probably an hour on the phone. It was great just knowing, hey, man, you know, there are people out there that understand or people out there that have ministry that share the word and everything with people with mental illness because there are a lot of different factors, y'all, attention span or just no trust. I mean, there's a lot of different factors and and whatever it is, hey, man, find a way, they find a way to minister to them, get the word to them, build relationship with them, trust and all that. I mean, that is great. It was great. I'd never heard of it. And, I, you know, I'm going to, I want to support that ministry. And, uh, man, just pray, y'all, when you pray, when you pray for me and in my podcast, pray for him. His name is Larry with No Shame Ministries. Or who knows, you might know somebody you want to share that with. Uh, it's noshameministries.org. So, but yeah, you know, and like I say, hey, I'm usually, if you knew me in person, you know, I'm usually just always laughing and all that. But when I get in the moods, I just retreat, you know, I just ball up and let it pass. And the important part, I guess the reason that I mentioned it at all is that nothing changes with my relationship with God when I'm going through my dark times, you know, absolutely nothing changes. If my perception of life or my surroundings change, doesn't affect my perception of God and his perception of me, that never changes. He has me. There's a reason that he allows me to go through this. There's a reason he allows me to have this condition to deal with. I don't know what it is, and I don't need to know. Who am I? You know? No, I don't need to know anything. All I know is that I love my Lord, and he died for me and rose again so I could be with him to reconcile me to God. That's what I know Anything else, hey, I'm rolling with him. You know, he's faithful. He holds me and he cares for me during the dark times too, just like the good times. You know, that's what helps me climb out of it, knowing that he's there waiting. I'm the one wallowing around down there and whatever's happening. You know, I don't have it all figured out. Probably never will. But I know Jesus is always there for me. Always. And, I, you know, it's like you're muddy and dirty and you climb in the shower and wash off and, and get dressed again and you're ready to go again. 
It's similar because when you climb out of that dark place, you feel all kinds of ways, y'all. But I just wanted to share that, you know. I just wanted to share that. It's personal and, and it's real, you know. It's personal and it's real. And I'm probably not the only person that suffers with depression, or bipolar, PTSD, or anxiety. There's a lot of stuff out there, and I don't care what they call it. It's real, you know, but the Lord knows. The Lord knows. Let me see. I wanted to read um, Colossians 3.16. Yeah, let's start in 16. The Word of God says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. Man, that's a good one. You know, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. You know, when we meditate on his word, when we quote his word, or we have a scripture in our heart, you know, during the day, that, that see that it does something. The word is alive. You know, it's not just a bunch of letters on a book. This word of God is alive. You know, he describes, Paul describes it as, as a two-edged sword. You know, dividing marrow and so, you know, in other words, it's real sharp and it can be deadly, but it can be healing like surgery. You know, the word gets in places where nothing else can. You know, if you've shut your ears and your mind and your heart to certain people or certain bodies of people, Nothing is going to be able to break through that shell except the Word of God. Except God. The Word is God, okay? Just remember that. When I say the Word of God, because it's alive. You know, Jesus is the Word made flesh. Okay? That's why we spend time in the Word and spend time with Jesus. But, man, that one, like I said, admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. You know, we, we, we're supposed to keep each other accountable. It says, uh, admonishing one another in psalms and hymns. It's like, hey, it's like I say, hey, man, remember that song, the way it says, you know, lead on, good shepherd. Well, that's real. He is a shepherd, and he leads me. He's been leading me. You know, we, we can make references to stuff like that. That's what I think, you know, and uh, or say somebody's in a, in a bad mood or something, somebody just comes up behind him and starts singing, Amazing Grace. You know, is that what he's talking about? Who knows? But that'll change the mood, you know. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord. You know, we don't do it for, for publicity. You know, I used to have a problem with you know, certain things, people going somewhere and taking a bunch of pictures and all that. But you know what? They're going to get the word out. And God knows the heart. Because you can tell, you know, some of the men, I know older men, they could care less about social media, putting stuff up there. But if they're doing something for the Lord, they might take a picture or two. 
And then you got some little teenagers, volunteers, and they, they do stuff, take a bunch of pictures, and, and it's different. But like I say, the Lord knows the heart. I'm not judging. I'm just saying, I don't, you're not going to see a bunch of pictures of me of stuff that I do. Every time I give somebody money for a hamburger or something, I don't take a picture with them. The Lord knows. The Lord knows all I do, the motives, everything, just like you, right? All right, brothers and sisters, I'm going to cut this short. I'm going to get a lesson together and do a full lesson soon, okay, instead of just the rambling. I love you. Pray for me, and I pray for you. In Jesus' name, amen.